Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, episode 42. How's everybody doing? I have some exciting news. I paused saying exciting because I actually don't really, I think it's a very overused word. (laughs) I hear all day long, like, I want to be excited. I want to be excited. And I'm like, y'all, there are a plethora of feelings available. Excitement is not the only one and it's not the greatest one. But I am motivated and I feel really good about what I'm about to tell you. I have been planning and thinking about things that are going to help everyone's dating life so that you can go into the new year in a relationship or better than ever, meaning more equipped. And so I have come up with quite a few ideas and offerings between now and the end of the year for you guys. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, then I should tell you them, tell you about them here. So first, if you don't know that I do this, next week I will be offering free coaching with me, one-to-one for 30 minutes on any dating topic. Nothing is too big or too small. You bring it to me, we talk about it, you're going to leave feeling lighter, less anxious, more clear with a direct thing to do in 30 minutes. I guarantee it. Second, I'm doing a one-time special for anyone that is seeing somebody. Maybe it's new. Maybe you're like freshly dating somebody. And I know a lot of people come to me and they're like, I'm okay with the dating portion and I'm okay in the relationship, but it's that in-between stage where things could go wrong and it's new and you're figuring each other out that I don't do well with and I'm anxious and I'm uncomfortable and that sometimes causes me to do things that I don't want to do. That's where all the triggers come up, right? And so the, for the first time ever, if this is your situation and you're like, I don't, I want this love to last. I don't want things to fade into nothing. I don't want it to be ruined. I want to have him through the holidays. <laughs> and you want to have some insurance that it's going to work. I'm offering three months of relationship coaching with me. Keep the love is what I'm calling it. What I love is that you only need one person to be different or do something different in order to change the dynamic between any, any, any people. And having a coach to process through rather than recreate old patterns or call your girlfriend with five girlfriends with five different opinions that only leave you more confused, having the coaching to help you process through can really give the relationship a chance to take off. And then lastly, anyone who signs on with me from now until the end of the year, December 30, 31st, will receive two extra sessions with an expert. Two extra sessions with an expert in a different field, okay? So one of them is going to be a pleasure coach. I know that so many women have very different opinions about sex and we feel different about sex and it's very imperfect, Because let's just be honest, the messaging that we have not gotten is not great. Messaging that we've gotten isn't great. And we've gotten a lot of message, not gotten a lot of messaging that we should have. Okay. I have had caffeine, y'all. My brain's going faster than my mouth. And so 
you get to take any concerns, questions, frustrations directly to her, and she is going to coach the heck out of you through those. And then the other one is going to be a relational psychologist. I'm interviewing and talking to a few to see who's going to be the best fit, but I'm very excited about giving you guys this opportunity because, again, it's just giving you more than just me, which is great because multiple brains are effective on multiple different levels, and it's just an extra way to serve you guys. So if now is the time for you to get more intentional about dating and love and life and not, and you're just done waiting for it to happen, send me a message at kennarene.co at gmail.com because this is going to be the year for you to get started now. Um, and I am really excited to help you and join you. <laughs> okay. So for the month of November, I am showcasing one client a week. This week is client number two. She's amazing. She's a great woman. You're going to hear me say that about everyone. She loves her friends deeply, makes them a priority in her life. She works hard. She has an amazing career. She has a great family and is a great dog mom. And she definitely prefers to try to be the best version of herself that she can be. And my favorite part about her is that she is definitely a thinker. I love my self-proclaimed overthinkers because I can take the way that they're naturally overthinking and tweak it just a little bit. We do it together in a way that makes that overthinking very efficient. It's so fun. And when she came to me, she was meeting men who were not great communicators. She was kind of overly accommodating them. She tended to be attracted to man boys, and she felt like time was just totally running out. And she didn't mind the online dating space, but she was approaching it pretty much like everyone else is doing, where she would take a break. She would be all in on dating and then take a break. And I call that light switch dating. At the time that she came to me, she had a hard time dating multiple men at a time. And she knew that her man was out there, but she mostly felt like she didn't have any control as to when that was going to happen and how he was going to show up. So does any of this sound familiar? You're going to enjoy this then. So her journey has been such an adventure. Right out of the gate, I asked her, what are some things you want to experience in your dating life that would just be like so much fun? And she told me off the top of her head, she was like, I don't know, like being offered to get picked up for a date would be really cool. Um, someone giving me flowers would be amazing. A great makeout session would be amazing. Having men to plan that plan fun dates would be amazing. But then she told me, well, just people don't do, really do that anymore. And of course, I'm thinking like, this is going to be easy. So through a strategy of the mind and the way that we think about things, we were able to take those fun ideas and then turn them into a reality. Within the first month, she did have someone offer to pick her up. She had multiple men who planned fun dates. A fun date for her was like, mini golfing or like a really fancy dinner or like an adventure, not just having drinks. And she did have a great makeout session within the first month. If you remember, I mentioned that communication was a big deal for her. And she wanted a man who was a great communicator and enjoyed doing it. But up until that point, she was dating men who lacked communication. So in order for this to happen, we had to do a little coaching. You see, when my clients want something that's a little deeper than just flowers, the first place that I go to is how comfortable is she with communicating? What efforts is she taking to get to know somebody? And so we coached on it. And it turned out 
like myself, she was raised with a mom who told her, you don't poke and pry. You don't ask people too many questions. If somebody wants you to know something, they will tell you. And I really had to work on this for myself because I wasn't having the in-depth connection that I wanted to have with people. And so if this was the case for her, then she just needed to go through the same similar process that I went through. Once she could see that this was a learned behavior that wasn't helping her, she decided to stop holding back. And she started asking more in-depth questions. Now I'm going to pause and say that deeper questions do not mean get raw and vulnerable and share all of your dirty, dark secrets. That's not what I'm talking about. Going deeper means wanting to know who the person is inside. Wanting to understand somebody is so much different than wanting to know about them. Knowing about them is their facts. It's like their resume. Understanding somebody is like what makes him tick. So if hiking is his favorite thing to do, like why? What is it about hiking that he loves so much? What was missing in his past relationships that he wants in his future relationships? When you broke that bone, if he told you a story, when you broke that bone, how did your parents respond? Who do you go to when you need to talk about hard things? This is a different way of communicating that we are not taught And it's one that I teach through my coaching. The framework of my communication is curiosity is the currency for connection. And that means that we will automatically create more connection in a shorter amount of time with people when we approach it from the stance of curiosity. She's not a bad person. In fact, the way she was communicating was in a way giving her a result, right? She she still had boyfriends. She still was meeting guys. She was just noticing that, yeah, I'm meeting guys and we're talking, but I don't have much substance behind our conversations. Can you relate? I think we're all craving for more substance. She was just operating off of what she had been taught. And what she had been taught was done with the best intention. And thankfully, with coaching, she now gets the power to choose as the adult decision maker in her life, What is the best way to communicate for me? What do I want my future communication to look like with my partner? And I'm going to go choose that now. In order to have a relationship that thrives, communication can't be just important. When I say that, everyone, I'm saying it because everyone says communication is so important. We're like, yes, yes, yes. We know it's important. (laughs) But it being important is completely different than committing to it. Committing to communicating starts while you're dating. You're not going to magically find a man who makes you so comfortable that you communicate more than you do right now. That's like fairy tale shit. You will find someone who is safe to communicate with, but the commitment to communicate has to start with you. It had to start with her. And then you attract men who communicate. And once she realized that, holy cow, did she start attracting men who communicate. I mean, some of them overly communicate. (laughs) She attracts men who communicate so well that it's not something we pay attention to at all. We can trust that it's going to be there. She went from being a person who did not attract men who communicate to now becoming a woman who does. I want you to think about what I just said. We didn't go try to find different men. She was a woman who did not attract men who communicate well. And then she became a woman who did. Slight difference. It is easy to hear from a guy 
Oh, oh, let me, let me, let me, let me back up. Hold on. Another result that she was attracting were more men and not boys. She had a wants list like many people do. And part of my process is making sure that your want list is properly defined. She wanted someone who plays sports and is active like her. But we had to define what activity level would be a good complement to her. It's easy to hear a guy be like, yep, I'm active. And then when you end up with him three months, six months in, you find out he's only active at a level five and you're an eight. That's not going to work, ladies. We have to define and create clarity, not only about what we want, but about how much he needs to be that thing we want. So what does his activity, activity level need to be on a scale of one to ten? So she not only attracted men who had traits on her want list, but she also was attracting men who were more accurately fit for her because of that exercise. By week six, she was talking to more men at one time than she had ever done before. But she wasn't just talking to more men. The important part is she, she was talking to more men and managing it completely different than she ever had. It was easy and no stress and no overwhelm and no anxiety. And she had a plan that we created and she was following through on that plan all while traveling more than ever, any other client I have ever had. <laughs> I am dead serious. And this is why I preach over and over and over again about having an intention. Because when you're intentional about what you're doing, it increases the efficiency of what you're doing by 50%. She's not going out to see if it clicks with somebody. She's working an intentional process, customized to fit who she is, and that's giving her more men, better men, in less time while traveling. No breaks needed. Can you imagine? And she's not exhausted. Could you imagine that result for yourself? And I'm going to end things here. One of the biggest blessings and growth that she's had is being able to balance emotions from logic. I have a tool that when my clients are in their emotions and they're thinking he's not interested anymore or they find themselves too far in on a guy too soon or the guy does something different from what he's been doing, what they're able to do is go back to a neutral place and then think through it logically before taking any action. So it looks like this. A guy is texting every day for the first week, checking in, hey, how are you, blah, blah, blah. Then you have your first date and it goes great. You like him, you wanna see him again, you guys agree to a second date. But the next week, he checks in with you every other day. And he still hasn't booked a second date. What's going to happen? Emotions. Oh no, something has changed. He's talking to somebody else. What happened? I thought it was so great. Why would he tell me he wants a second date if he doesn't? And then we call our friends to talk to them about it. And we go through a range of emotions from anxious to guarded to feeling anxious to being like, well, F him, forget him. I'm out of here. I'll go find another one. And when we're in all of these emotions, we act slightly different from what we would normally do. We don't text him because we're on guard. We look at his social media. We might even check if he's unmatched us. We burn all of this time and this energy thinking about it throughout our day and talking about it with our friends. 
when we could be more productive. When we think about why we're anxious, or I'm sorry, not anxious, exhausted, it's because we're doing all of these things that are wasting energy. And this tool helps my clients go from anxious to neutral. Where what has happened isn't a problem in their body. Like they don't need to call their friends and talk about it to calm them down. When they're neutral, then they can actually assess what's going on and make the best decision for them. You see, we make great decisions for ourselves when our emotions are low and when we're calm. And this right here has kept men around. It's kept them dating guys they really did want to see again. It's helped them. It's kept them from being embarrassed of sending a message they shouldn't have sent. It's kept them from in the moment closing off their heart, which is definitely not what she wants. She's able to stay in that moment, in the relationship, from her best self, and that will definitely pay off in her relationship. This gal has had such a fun adventure, and most importantly, she has sticked to the plan. She has changed so many things she's wanted to change in her dating life, and that tells me it's inevitable that the man is around the corner. And I want you to know that your man is around the corner as well, waiting for a woman just like you. I hope this was helpful. I'll see you next week. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at the Kenna Renee. Thank you.